What's up? What's up? This is Shabazz TV, and you're listening to I Hear. Hey! Hey! Ho! You call me a ho? No! <laughs> <laughs> Episodes. I really am because listen, I'm the one that be like, no, I give up. You can mm-hmm. do it, you can have it. It's me. Mm-hmm. I am she that wants to quit. But we're still here. So you wanna quit? It's it's just like sometimes I feel overwhelmed. It's a lot. And I think like if I can keep going for like maybe six months, then it'll become like You're a regular yeah. thing. But it's it's a bit new for me to be going. And I, in the back of my head. I want to stop this and start a YouTube channel, but that's really silly. And, it is silly. It, um, it's very silly. But yeah, that's why eventually I would like to merge everything together. But yeah, that doesn't matter. We can do that. What are we talking about today? Oh, wait, that's too quick. It's too quick. It's like you got like it's like foreplay. You, you got to do foreplay. You warm up. Yeah, you got to do foreplay. How you doing today? <laughs> she don't care. You don't sound like you care. About I don't my day. like. I hate when people say to me, "How are you doing today?" It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You are a grump. <laughs> you why? Why are you sad? Let's talk about that. I'm not sad. Oh. I rather you know what's been on your mind today. That's a better question. Oh, me. ask me that question. Go ahead. I did. What's no. been on your mind today, Mika? <laughs> I, I like that. Ask me that. What's been on my mind today? Mansplaining. Okay. And me and my coworker came up with the word mansplanation today. Mansplanation. And we were trying to figure <laughs> out, which is really mansplaining. Right. Um, but we were like, she was like, is it mansplation or mansplanation? I was like, no. <laughs> like, we had this whole, like, walk to CVS. It was really funny and great. Um, but just the way, like, um, I'm encountering a male who will say things about equity but then still will mansplain Mm -hmm. so i think it's very interesting when someone's like yeah you know race matters but so does gender because your maleness is showing you cis heterosexual male girl so that's what's on my mind um yeah girl i had to do that and also um it's another thing but it's more so work related it's like how do I make sure that I'm constantly growing? Because I'm not really challenged. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have folks who, um, you know, call me out on my things or call me into conversation or, you know, give me critical feedback and things like that. So I'm constantly trying to ask myself, like, how do I make sure I'm actually growing? Because I like growth and it don't scare me. But if no one ever tells me, you know, hey, Tamika, you can improve on this, your email etiquette or not email etiquette, because I'll be, listen, <laughs> my emails be lit. But something of that sort, like, I don't, how do I know if I'm growing? So right. I think that's another thing that's like constantly on my mind um, at work. So yeah. That's interesting. Wait, what was the question you asked me? Because I forgot it. You want to ask me, but yes. you can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the question was, what was on your mind today? Okay. What's been on your mind today? Shanae, what's been on your mind today? Yo, so Yo. a while back. <laughs> you mad Philly. <laughs> like, I'm I'm in my element right now. I'm so comfortable. <laughs> Y'all, I just fried me some chicken about half an hour ago. <laughs> but I decided we should do this podcast first before I eat my chicken. So yes. I'm I'm excited. That's my reward. In a little bit, it's some TV and it's chicken, and I got the best blue cheese you ever had in a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> so um, a little while ago, mm-hmm. maybe about a month, I was looking for a church home. Yeah. And my thing with churches, I have went to a church when I was first coming out in Philly. It was like Presbyterian now. Okay. And I, I spent a good amount, like a day or so. Are online. black people pes- pescatarian? Pescatarian? 
That's for fish. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Pescatarian <laughs> with a B in there somewhere. I don't know nothing other than Baptist. <laughs> is much more, it's kind of like um, Puritan in a way. They sing hymns mm. and it's conservative, but also can be very liberal. Gotcha. So um, I think the technical term is affirming. Okay. So the, the, the challenge was most of the churches that I was finding before is like they were affirming and meaning like they might have a gay black, gay flag, a gay black, <laughs> that was you, a gay black, I was the black, <laughs> <laughs> they might have a gay flag like on the church, yeah. Um, but then they're predominantly white yeah. and so it's like you lose culture when you're accepted in a sense yeah. sometimes so I want that balance but anyhow, needless to say, I was looking again, and in my Google search popped up the two Rebeccas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is how I found about the two Rebeccas. So the two Rebeccas are two women in the 1800s who were black um, in Philadelphia, and they were associated with African-American Methodist Church, which which the first one was here in Philly. But um, one of the, the main ones, she was a preacher. And they had, in some ways, broken off, not really, but kind of really, yeah, um, from that major denomination because preaching, you know, females preaching wasn't, you know, a huge thing. That's kind of frowned upon mm-hmm. um, sometimes, even in today. So anyhow, um, they were basically doing communal living in Philly and in New York. They traveled back and forth yeah. a couple times and settled there. And I was really in love with this story. So I was thinking about it today. Yeah. And that's what my mind was on. Um, and... Like, real talk, I am still hungry for some kind of spiritual community. I won't say Christian, um, but I'll say a spiritual community. Yeah. People that I can just talk about God with or whatever. I feel like I've, like, low-key, like, given up. Yeah. Like, it was important to me for a long time. And, I mean, also, me and Shanae, we always talk, like, I was raised Baptist. We didn't need to know every scripture, blah, blah. We need to know how to perform, in a sense. Um, but I love my church because it was very much so, like, community and, like, feeling and touch your neighbor and, like, you know. It what did feel like. Yeah, like, it felt like that. So, I think that, and we were just talking about maybe creating, like, some type of study group or something. Yes. Um, but I think, for me, the insecurity lies where I, when I don't know scripture so it's very like interesting that our experiences were different but in my baptist church they make me quote no scripture yeah i think the main like when you say giving up i think like that's why i keep thinking about it yeah because in my mind i i want to either create or find a group of people that are just in touch with that and like it's funny how like when i would grow up like in the bible some of the scriptures would be like you know the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob i'm like i want to know the god of the two rebecca's <laughs> and i mean that they god. were pretty cool though right but then also when we were reading about it they went to new york but they left new york because it wasn't affirming either right in terms Not of race yeah. yeah in terms of race right. and so they left and then they came back years later to that same place mm-hmm. so it's like it's really i'm glad you found it because at some point we about to, we're going to explore that church we're going yeah. to explore the area and i'm really it's excited in about south that. philly i know that yeah um we drove by it yeah we did drive by, we drove by it, it a few weeks ago so i think um i forget what else i was going to say but to me it doesn't like i would even be fine with talking with somebody who's hindu it's really about community and spirituality mm-hmm. it's not about you know a bunch of scriptures that yeah. we all have to abide by it's just i want to talk about something with a group of people, yeah, you know, and I want to stay on topic, of course, 
don't want to just talk about anything. But what you? That was a dig. I mean, y'all, y'all see how she? Got I wasn't even talking. I'm kidding. I'm Girl, kidding. your face you hurt my so heart. Hard. You did. I'm so. I was because I've been doing good today. You today was real good. <laughs> today was a good day. <laughs> we talked like twice because I was busy, but it's fine. Um, you know, that. I was no, on my relationship skills today. So Word. I'm proud of you. Though. I'm in my mood. Let me. I'm be. proud of you. Not for real. I I definitely want to continue to talk about that. Um, I hope we don't lose none of y'all because we're talking about religion. But I mean, you could be gay and religious or or spiritual whatever you want it could be spiritual if you want um so today we are talking about we haven't titled it yet so it'll be fun (laughs) when the title actually comes out but we're talking about the idea that you are raised to believe that success looks one way right that you need to conform to what it back in the 60s 50s 60s it probably was you were either blue collar or you were corporate or you were a teacher, you know, or you were in the medical field. Like, it was these very strict guidelines on what success looks like. However, as we are very consciously, you know, discovering what we want to do, what our happiness looks like, it doesn't fall in the lines of nine to five. So how do you navigate that? Um, And I think it's a fun conversation because it scares a whole lot of people. If I'm like, hey, what if you left your corporate job one day? They'd be like, what? What do you mean? I, that's structure. Oh my or you'll meet people like I met that are like, man, I want to leave my corporate job. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to know, like, it's not just, it's bigger than like what we were raised to think. It's like a societal expectation. All right. When you say society, are you talking about American or in general? Because different cultures have very different beliefs. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that American is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like the UK, maybe Australia, some of the, what the technical term might European? be. European places. Um, it might cross over, but no, I'm definitely talking about Americans. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just saying, my main thing is, I guess what I want to start off with is, is how much of it is an illusion. Okay? And just let me paint the a picture. Go ahead, you, you were talking about the, the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Or... The yeah, 50s, the 50s and 60s. I made it up right? too. I don't even know if that was real. No, that's right. You okay. know, that's get out of high school, get a job. Some people who's getting degrees in, get mm-hmm. a stable job, or you pick a trade, you buy a house, you get married, you have kids, you stay at that same job, and that same house, and then that same house. <laughs> yeah, you don't go nowhere, and you raise your kids. You do have, you do expect to have community. Like that's a part of it, mm-hmm. and know the same people, um, for years. And that's life. And it's almost guaranteed that if you do things in that order, you probably, and I think in some senses for black people too, like I don't know how much of a division that was, like what that expectation would do, but like even growing up, the idea was if you get a college degree, you'll have everything that you need Mm -hmm. and you'll get a job that will sustain you to buy a house and a car. And we know that the economy is not that way. My problem or the thing that irritates me is that not everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. And so some people are still pushing these expectations on, on their peers for the most part. And sometimes boomers on, you know, on millennials. But it's annoying. And not everybody knows that. And it's not even just people who don't who don't have enough to buy a house. It's people that have enough to buy a house and they still don't know. Like in within the past month, I met two people without degrees who thought that they should be getting a degree, even though they're able to sustain themselves financially. Just just want a degree just to have it. And I'm like, for what, man? What is it gonna do for you? You know, unless you really know how to use it. Yeah. I think aside, so my stance is I am pro-college. 
Mm-hmm. I'm also pro no stuff before you go to college. So somebody else is paying. I'm I'm also pro not paying for college because mm-hmm. our last episode I talked. I'm a hundred k in. Um, also, side note, I met with um, someone who graduated from my alma mater, and they were like, "You got a hundred k from this school?" I was <laughs> like, "Listen, I paid everything on my own. I always had to pay my rent type stuff. It was a whole lot, and I also took out money for shopping because ain't nobody teach me nothing. <laughs> but I'm saying, listen, those refund wow. checks was real. Um, yeah." Anyway, so I'm pro-college, but I'm also pro-happiness. And I found, like, I'm in a sorority. I am pretty active on my alma mater's campus. And I find so many young professionals unhappy. And that's what gets to me, is that part. Not that they went to college. Is that you didn't even find happiness in the lies that people told you. (laughs) To go to college, get a job, and you'll be set. You'll be set. They didn't tell you about a $900 student loan payment when your rent is $900. Like, they didn't tell you those things. They didn't tell you how do you navigate when you can't pay back your student loans. They didn't tell you, um, you know, you don't have to. A lot of times right after college, what happened was, and I did the same thing, and I talked about it last episode, I got my degree and I bought a new car. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me that, sis, if you messed up your credit in college, that new car was going to cost you triple time. Or So I think that's where I get hung up because I am pro-college. I think that the experience and the emergen- immersion into a college campus is beneficial. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to go into crazy debt to do it. I don't think you need to go from 12th grade right to college. I believe in gap year experiences. Um, I also think that you need to learn how to make people pay for it. Like I met a girl who got her um, her master's degree in four years. It was like a bachelor's and master's five-year program from Drexel, and she ain't pay a dime. That's what you need to be doing. There are so many programs out there, but nobody will tell you that part. They make student debt or student loan debt a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where like, and I mean, I know people who got their degree and they only got what? 50,000, 20 something thousand in student loan debt. Great. But they're still not at a job where it's sustainable. And I think that's the, and so when I talk to some of my friends, they're like, oh, I'm working. Oh, I got to work overtime this weekend. And all of the, like this way of living that was, you know, told to them as a fairy tale. And it sucks. It really does suck. Because the ha- to me, the happiness is like, I used to always say my happiness is paramount. And that's just, it is what it is. That's it. If I'm not happy at a job, I'm deucing. Unless I find a way to make that job work for me. But <laughs> like those types of things, they don't tell us that. No one tells us how to leave a job, how to, you know, create. What do you say to some of like mainly the ones I know are like boomers who are like, you know, why somebody got to tell you everything? You know, it's not their job to tell you. Oh, yeah. It's not their job to present it as, as truth or or anything. And I think. I don't know if that's a big thing with our generation. Like, do we expect we expect people to no. be honest, or um, but they weren't honest. That's the thing. They weren't. But the the thing is, is yeah. like the people telling us things. No, they weren't honest. But also, there's so much of an illusion and, and confusion that like peers don't even know the truth. So you might get somebody that's a peer that's like pressuring you to live a certain lifestyle that's not even realistic. You know what I mean? Or or people mainly on social media that that are like portraying a certain lifestyle that, that's not really there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like we're in this day and age where you, what you see is not what you get. Yeah. And, and it's, it's weird. I think me. those are two different things. Like people on social media showing you a lifestyle, 
that's different than your parents or your mentors telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. I think there's a bit of a difference there, but also at our age, we are still millennials. You could, and I'm saying millennials who who have had who have had access to things. You should know discernment if you want to go religious, but you also should know how to decipher the BS that you see. I think, but to me, it's a little bit more than that. Also, wait, wait, wait. Also, I think that if I am, so on my like social media, you'll see me traveling all the time. I'll be like, oh, trip here, trip there, da da I also talk about how I pay off my debt. I also talk about how, like, number one, I travel a lot for work. They pay for it. And I'm very honest. And so I think that the, Going back to the social media, I think that you have a responsibility. If you put yourself in a certain um, bracket of, hey, this person is not, if Tamika is knowledgeable, Tamika has a responsibility to tell me the full truth. And so I think that's where we lose some things because everybody ain't. I don't think any, I, I think there's a lot of people not telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Mentors, mm -hmm. parents, people on social media, and corporations, which is when, you know, capitalism comes in. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of, um, truth that's being left out yeah. in a lot of different places and so it's creating an idea and a picture that something is accessible or the and that something is necessary like also like how when you were talking about people working all the time like the whole idea is you know work is supposed to be hard and frustration i mean frustrating and unhappy and you're supposed to keep doing it like there's not a lot of people <laughs> thinking Listen. like you know who's who's out here saying that work is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. I mean Me. that's something that in our generation, <laughs> yeah, we're saying it because we care about our mental health. But that's not. I don't think that's the. Uh, it general hasn't been idea. put out there. I don't. I think my my perspective is a little different, and this is a little bit off topic. But when I met my mentor at like 16, that's when a lot of my self work started. So I'm pushing 30. So that means 14 years of me discovering and learning and exploring looks a lot different than people who may be introduced to an idea now. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to make that decipher. So sometimes I don't always connect with the idea that somebody is telling you something and you got to believe it. Like, I just, I hate that. Like, and also like I, I said it a few episodes ago when I was in grad school and everybody was telling me, go into higher ed, you'll be great. That was some of the most traumatizing years of my life from grad school to freaking two years into the professional field. And so I wonder, what do you need? And I think this is a different angle. What do you need to be able to create something that works for you? Is I think, it, go ahead. I think there's, um, one is to be able to know yourself first. And I yeah. think like you, you have to know you because we in this, in this area or this, era era of society where it's like everybody's gonna tell you something everybody's painting a different picture of what yeah. is wonderful and what is success when i say you have to know you you have to know your own skills <laughs> like what are you good at just personally somebody could tell you what you're good at but you got to know for yourself and i think that's where the confidence comes in it's like how are you going to be confident if you don't really know yourself you got to know what you want like we talked about that knowing what makes you happy but then you also have to be able to decipher and discern um, and then you have to be able to understand finances. I don't understand like how you would ever be able to have this conversation if you didn't understand have a, a basic how do you understanding do it, of the economy. You gotta read and be well informed. I think but also I think another part to that is know your learning style. If you That's learn if you learn from people, don't be afraid to ask. If you learn from Google, 
make sure you do your due diligence and look up their references. Like if I right. go to that first, you know, article, make sure I'm looking at their references. If you learn from movies or documentaries, make sure you're watching a few. So like, no, I think it starts with knowing how you learn. And if I am a person who I love another person's story, but I'm afraid to ask because, you know, childhood, I was told not to ask questions, do that self-work. So like, I think almost everywhere you start, you'll probably find another place where you need to build first. Well, it's a, to me, this is like, we're talking about life and it encompasses mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Oh, yeah. Um, Knowing things about the media, I want to add that in. Like, no, you ain't you ain't in social media. No, I'm just saying, like, not just social media. There's social media, and then there's the news media. Yeah, and then you got you know huge corporations or like what billionaires do and how they handle their money and pay taxes and how there's you know like you don't you may not always know the truth about like something might be presented to you about you know being a billionaire how they pay their taxes mm-hmm. whether or not you know how many of them are actually paying their taxes. Yeah, things like that. That's not always, the information is not always at face value. Oh, yeah. You know, and it does take, I don't, even though I feel like I'm well-informed and I try to stay up to date on all the information, I'm sure I'm being lied to on some kind of, on some level, somewhere, because it would take a lot more energy. I think you would have to be fact-checking everything and everybody. And for me, that goes back to spirituality. Like, I need to have a center or something that's keeping me grounded. Um, Rather than, if, so one of the points, One of the things I'm really trying to say is, like, if you're out here trying to do what everybody else is doing and just live what you see on a billboard, that's going to have you messed up. Because we're not, the environment that we live in, it's not, it's so, it's such an illusion. (laughs) Why you whisper illusion? She's like, such an illusion. I don't like it. I I think it's ridiculous. And the one thing that I appreciate about you is that I, on the surface, live this very, like, like, I would always say like people think I can tell people about my depression, about my anxiety, Mm. about my repo, about all that. And they still paint this picture of me like I am like God's (laughs) gift to the world. And when I used to say that, you'd be like, nah, 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 you do that. And then like (laughs) we did a podcast episode talking about some of our issues and someone was like, y'all are great. And I was like, we told you we. So sometimes it's knowing that centering matters. You need to know who you are because somebody could tell you, hey, I'm you know, I'm traveling and it looks like my career is going well. I was just passed up for a job two weeks ago. You know, like, and maybe I didn't post about it, but I'm not afraid to well, say thank it. thank God you're grounded in reality. Yeah, I, I, I am, but it also, it takes me knowing my, I think it goes back to my learning style. Like, I learned from talking to people. So when I was passed up from that job, like, I talk, I told my friends, and um, this came from um, probably a year ago when I was applying for a doctoral program that I did not get into. I was waitlisted and didn't get it into. Um, I had called up a mentor, and I was like, this is what it is. And she's like, wait, does your friends know you're applying to this? I was like, no. She was like, how are people supposed to give you like good energy if they don't even know what's happening? And I was like, you're right. And so for me, I, I talk about my shortcomings as well as my blessings. But I also know that like when people are telling me something, you got to believe what people are saying. And one of the other things that I always say is that I'm afraid to be famous because it's hard. Like if I'm, if I'm, I'm hella regular, regular, like I'm a regular person and I tell people I have depression and anxiety, I wrote a whole journal saying after a car accident i was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and people still make it seem as if if i have a work a bad day it's the worst thing in the world it's hard it's also hard to try to tell people the truth when they still will make a truth that's not even your reality 
Because they living in an illusion. They are living in an illusion, but like I think for for folks, like if you are unhappy where you are currently, do that self work and that self assessment. Don't look at what your mom told you about college. Now you in debt. Da da da. I'm I'm also a problem solver, so um, take this for face value in a sense because I'm gonna be like fix it. But <laughs> um, I think it's a matter of like looking within yourself and saying like what do you want? And for me, it all comes down to happiness. If I'm doing something that don't make me happy, done. Yeah. And that's hella millennial of me, but I don't care. If I do not like what I'm doing, I will not do it. I'm stubborn in that hella millennial way, and I also was a spoiled child. So you just got a two-time whammy, and I'm not going to make excuses <laughs> for it. So that's another... Thank I'm, you for yeah. your rant, Tamiko. <laughs> you know what? Why you got to say my last name? Do I say your last name? All right. I could beep it out. No, just you don't have to. Down, people, know. People, know who I, people know who I am. No, I'm kidding. I'm messaging. So what you think, um, now that we done talked a good 25, 20 minutes, um, what's the name of this episode? So that way we can stay on topic because I know us. We'll be all over the place and I've been trying to bring us back. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate you. What does it look like to live a life where you can wake up and be okay and be proud of and no superficial shit like Man. you go to a job that's like none of that like what what does the personal look I like i think like the way i like the way you just started it off and it sound like you know what does an authentic authentic life look like mm -hmm. like what's an authentic life in a uh a fake <laughs> world because now we cussing in this one. Hashtag fake A word. No, you bleeping that. When I said the B word, you bleeping that There out. was a cuss before that. Oh, dang. Who did it, me? Yup. Dang it. I don't even know. But yep. I'm trying. <laughs> you gotta bleep it out and then it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, if I put bleeps, then it's not explicit? Mm -hmm. Is that true? I don't know. I'm, I don't do this podcast stuff. I could edit this one. I could try it. You know again. how to do it. I got my little notes. But no, like, what does it look like to wake up and be okay with who you are? And, like, this is also taking into account people's mental health, people's health in general, because it's not just mental health, their health in general, and their day-to-day, -day, like... It takes centering. That, well, you said what it does. But it how like. do you center? Like, you got to start somewhere. You can't just say center. I think, now, let me ask you this. All right. What are you rooted in? But wait, think before you, because mm -hmm. you always got fast answer. But it's like <laughs> you a hole. Shut up. <laughs> um, what like think about it? Like, what are you rooted in? Some people, some people might say religion. Some people mm -hmm. might say spirituality. We're not talking about you yet. Some people might say their education or their heritage. You a big heritage person? You might I mean, say that. But no. You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to think of some more before you start talking, because. It's taking a whole lot. All right, go ahead. I'm rooted in me. What the hell is that? No, wait, no. Listen, because when you say heritage, like I'm all for black folks, black excellence, black, a whole lot of things. Yeah. But as a black woman, I am put on this. You are black and strong, and that's the only way you can present to the world. So I let that go a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I can't just say I'm rooted in my blackness or I'm rooted in my heritage without being rooted in me first. Because I need to know what it looks like to be able to say, you know what, I'm a part of 10 villages. Today, I can't be a part of none. Or I'm a, I'm a strong black woman, and I don't get, I'm not going to put nobody before me. So like that, that is the, that's my center. My center and my core that's is so me. And I don't make apologies for it because sometimes we think that that taking care of yourself is selfish it's not no i don't do no bubble baths i don't do no like oh my gosh i need to go to target Can to make myself feel better bubble baths? but people do i was also i just reread my book um like two days yesterday on the train i just reread my book so that was in my book um but i don't do those things those like um programmatic or 
um, let me take a bubble bath so I can put it on Instagram things. I do what I need for me in that day to allow me to be better tomorrow. And it sounds very like, oh my gosh, you're just like saying that. No, would I take you, care of myself. Would you say you're rooted in the exploration of yourself? No, I'm just rooted in me. What is and that? like, I don't have to, I don't have to explore what I like. I know my likes and my dislikes. I didn't say that though. What's the exploration of me? What does that like, even mean? I kind of now... <laughs> Don't nobody judge me because I don't I don't have a long ass um, explanation yeah. like you do, and, and that's that, like, real. I don't know if I could put it in like I do feel like I'm rooted in something, but I can't put it into words. I would say I'm rooted in the exploration of me. I mm -hmm. I can't define myself in one moment or like even in a book. I can't. I just I can't. I think yeah. it's too much. You know what I mean? But I'm committed to exploring me and like the inside of me the exterior my body my sexuality my race my heritage my family my spirituality i'm i'm committed to exploring all of those things because and i have to leave it at that it can't be definitive for me that's fine you know what i mean spiritual baths are great i took one today and you're gonna start bringing it up in these podcasts. no i am i am because it doesn't speak to everybody and sometimes sometimes depending on who you watch when we talk about the information that you get from other people they will highlight do these very like check mark things for yourself yes and if you are starting at a certain point you may take that for face value can i just mention the other side of it because that is one polarity of it right Ooh, polarity tamika <laughs> you're too much i'm just saying other the other side of it is no i don't do it on a schedule i do it when i feel it it was like oh wow I'm home. I'm alone. I feel good. Should I? You know, I need you to also are so stuff. different from a whole lot of other so people. So what? So let people experience my difference. You got to let me talk for them to do that. Say baby. It. Say it. Baby. I'm just saying, there's there's, there's two sides of every coin. And you have to be willing to explore those things. I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'm also going to speak from my experiences because I think that's what's important. You're so great. My experience and other people's experience too. No, and I, it doesn't, it does not discount. Could you acknowledge the other experience? Yes. You said not, your point two and three times already. No? You're not letting me bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. You can't even dance. You don't know that. No, you can't. Yes, I can. I can dance. You would get kicked out of a party if you tried to, to dance. To me, good. I can dance for you and that's all that matters. So hush your mouth, okay? <laughs> um, anywho. <clears throat> we're gonna break again you like my spiritual bass i do i the thing is also noting that i love the way you take care of yourself i do and i let you know like when you need a quiet moment you are not afraid to go take your quiet moment when you need a moment of processing when you come back you come back and you say it like okay so this like you are able to you do you take care of yourself in a way that does not seem like a routine or this like check mark. And I think that that's what I'm trying to and say. Just as much as that everybody has to do it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that. I think that sometimes when people start out, it becomes a check mark mm -hmm. of let me take a bath, let me grab my wine, and let me do this for myself. I don't think I've ever done that. I know, you may not have, but you also mentally different. So <laughs> and not in a bad way, but it's the same thing as me talking about starting myself work, you know, at sixteen. And that's yeah. fourteen years of it. Everybody does not have that, and I want to strongly acknowledge that and I understand it sometimes though with social media we highlight these things that are very like performative not programmatic performative mm -hmm. and I want people to think about themselves as not a performance at all yeah of when you know that your job is taking too much especially when they take and it does not equal your pay 
that you take a goddamn day off with no apologies. Don't care who, what workplace bully gonna try you. You gonna do what you need to do. And when you do it enough, it becomes an expectation. Like yesterday, I took the afternoon off after training. I was like, mm, this is what I'm doing. And I'm not, it's not to say that everybody can do the same thing. It's to say that when you start to do stuff for yourself, it becomes less of a performance. And it's just because you you care and you sense authenticity. Yourself. Authenticity is like, I'm not ruled by a bunch of laws or rules. I'm mm-hmm. ruled by what's authentic, what's inside. Oh, I agree. What's actual and factual. I agree. And I think that just to kind of give this a bit of a, a shape is looking at like, how do you go from somebody told me to go to college, somebody to or start the workforce because everybody ain't out here going to college. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me to start somewhere mm-hmm. and they gave me this idea of what my finishing point would look like, but I'm 25, I'm 24, and it doesn't look like nothing of what they said. I think it could be, now it could be a 50-year-old, you know, Agreed. that did their family business for mm-hmm. years and then they don't really feel like they have themselves. To me, that goes, for me, that goes back to exploration. And I have had to do that multiple times for multiple reasons. And I think there was this one point where I felt like I was just sitting in a room all day, all the time, or like after work, all the time, doing nothing. And I was sad. And it was, Mm -hmm. this was like right before I came out. And it was like, why am I so depressed? And I was like, mentally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a year trying something different and then I'm going to kill myself. And that just sounds like really wait, crazy. Kill like like die. But like kill, that, wait, wait. what? Can we pause there? That's too much. So no 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 no, it's not too much at all. It's your experience. So can you talk a bit more about like the mental health aspect and how I that actually like, impacted you? I felt like I had done everything that I thought I could yes. in life. That's in all the ways that I thought that I could and then I realized how unhappy I was and it wasn't I was the picture of what I was supposed to be for the most part. Like mm-hmm. maybe there was might have been like another 10% of things I could have did differently. But for the most part, I was doing exactly what I was expected to do. Mm-hmm. And it just, it wasn't enough. It wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt numb. And there was no happiness and there was no joy. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to kill myself because, you know, that's a lot. I felt like I wanted to die. And I think some of the information that I read about suicide is like people don't actually want to kill themselves. They just want the pain to stop. They yes. want whatever is happening to stop. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try these things. I'm going to make some changes and then we'll see. Yeah. What. But it, mentally, I told myself, okay, a year should be a good enough time for me to see some differences. Yeah. And I think like, I think I'm a bit detached from the topic of like suicide or not really depression, but suicide because... I don't know. That's a long story. And, I, and we will get into it. We will you know get into I mean? it. Cause I, I'm, I mean, this is new for me. I never heard this before. I don't either. talk about it because it worked. <laughs> Which I know. I mean, I, I get how I off-putting you. that might sound. But and it's it, like... Go ahead. I don't know. But I think that a lot of people come to moments. And not, no, not everybody talks about it. Especially not publicly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we all come to moments where life is just overwhelming and too much. And you have to decide to do something different. And when you're talking about, like, how do you find this or that, to, for me, a lot of times it's somebody going through excruciating pain to make changes. And that's how they get to a different point. But if so, like, for example, when you're talking about work, well, no, you're not just going to believe your job if it's going well. The only reason you can make those big changes is if something is going terrible. You know, typically, if it's not going right. Typically. Unless you can see, some people can see it coming, I guess. 
you know. Or you leave your job just for seeking advancement. So, like, there, there's other sides to it. But I, I appreciate you sharing that because there may be people listening to this who are at that breaking point or who are at that, like, that point of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to try it. If it don't work, then this is, this is what I'm deciding. And so I think it's important in those moments to be able to say, like, what did I do? And was it sometimes like making a change may be like, you know, everybody told me that I I should always learn. Mm-hmm. So they read stuff. They read what people do when they don't like their jobs. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say to people is maybe try something different outside of that. So if your normal way or your t- not normal, your typical way of learning is reading, try audio. Mm-hmm. If your typical way of is audio, try you know a TED talk. If your typical way is not talking to people, try it, but be intentional about the people you talk to. And so I think that when you incorporate something a little bit different, yeah, with less of a it has to work, but I'm doing something different, and that's the important part. I think that may give you a bit more, you know. Um, reason or purpose for what you're trying or what you're doing well let me ask you this because i think the interesting thing about you and knowing you is you come off very fundamental or logical but you i also see you use like intuition how much how much does intuition or how much has intuition played into you going through a process like that because what you're saying is basically you know those are Mm -hmm. like when I first at the when I very first started I was thinking therapy and I had already done that and it lasted for a little while and then I went and I started reading about cognitive behavioral therapy and I was like okay I'm going to like do it on myself so what like what do you think about that I think in terms of intuition it's I use my spirituality as my intuition. And so I don't always call, I don't always name it the same. And so it sounds very superficial, but like when that job didn't happen for me recently, I just talked to you about this and I, on my drive home today, mm-hmm. I was like, um, yeah, I didn't get the job, but it did not align for me with feelings. Like when I know how God speaks to me or whatever higher being you want to call it. I know that they speak to me through, and I said they, not he or she. I said they. <laughs> but I know that they speak to me through, number one, people, but the feeling and the energy that I have going into something. Right. If those things don't align, something is off. But when you're being helped to get out of a, when you're being helped to change, mm-hmm. or, or not when you're being helped, but like when you're changing, like what has intuition helped you? Or It helped me to think twice about what people tell me. Like, I don't go towards, like, if I call you and you're like, and I tell you this, like, you know, I'm going through this and you're like, you should do this. Mm-hmm. When you say you should, yeah. oh, did you say my same prayer last night? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, how are you telling me what I should be doing? And right. so even when I coach people on different things, I say, have you thought about this? Yeah. And so the way people talk to me, because I know that like the gods, the spirits, whomever speak to me through people, I have to be very cognizant of what people say to me and the words they use. It doesn't mean that they're getting it wrong. It means that I have to, if someone says should to me, or I want you to, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the flip side of that is, Tamika, have you thought about, Yeah. would you consider when someone says, would you consider, my ears perk up and like like a little dog, like, you know, like you if they have pointy ears, that would be me. I'd be like, oh, 
Would I consider it? <laughs> no, I won't. Okay, cool. Like, you know, like I That's exploration. I get into that. I, I really do get into it. And because I am a person who um years ago when I first started college and everything, like I was very mindful of seeking out mentorship and seeking out people. And that was one phase of my life. And now in this phase where I am, I seek people out still, but I make sure that I'm not going to them first. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I always say go to God first, people second, because I need to know that I didn't just go to people for solution because their solution may not have no type of ordained anything anywhere in there. And it does. It just has what they thought about today. Right. Or they thought about in that 30 minutes of a conversation with me. Um, so I think that's where I am, like, overall with it. I have to make sure that I'm listening. I'm feeling the energy from people. But I'm not just going with what everybody says for me. And it's hard. It, number All of this stuff that we're talking about tonight, is, it's not easy. It is hard. It takes time. It takes knowing yourself, exploring yourself, trusting yourself. Especially if my favorite person, let's say my mom, my favorite person, or my mom and my sister are my favorite person. Mom, don't take offense. Um, my mommy and my sister are my favorite people. So let's say like my two favorite people in the whole wide world, they tell me something. If I'm not censored, I may go with what they said. If I am able to take a step back, I will take into consideration what they said. And so I think that a lot of this has to start with who you are and how you view people's input. I'm in a lot of groups on like, when we go back to social media, because I think it's very important. When we go back to like, let's say Facebook, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and people will put like, hey, I'm in this bind. I'm in this really bad issue. Da, 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 help me, help me, help me. Um, and people are mean. They'll be like, why you do that? Da, da, da. A person who is considering if this is life or death for them or a person who is considering is this, if this is their start or stop. That's harmful. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, what will you take from what people say? I can make a, I made a post on Facebook so random yesterday about like hazing or something. And people were like, well, you think this? I'm like, I never said that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not taking what people say to me for face value. And that is, again, it is not easy. Well, I asked you, I mean, like, I asked you about the intuition because I, again, you're interesting because you, I think, on the exterior, like people that don't know you extremely well, you come off as like a very logical, intellectual type of person. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hush. <laughs> Write me in a book next to um, Malcolm X. Okay. Oh, he was great. He was. I love him. But and he was he another did. one that did some exploring. Like I, I'm so like did, feeling that to, um, the, that right when yeah. he went I Israel. It wasn't. It wasn't Iran. No, it wasn't. but it was a Muslim speaking. You went to the Mecca. Mecca. Yep, he did the Mecca journey. Right. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know because I don't want to get off on a tangent. Of okay, I, go ahead, I like Malcolm X too, but okay. it's done. too much. We can record twice in one day. <laughs> anyway, I just I think there is a balance in what we're talking about, and sometimes, mm-hmm. and it, this is definitely not to criticize you at all. I want to bring out. Oh no, I'm pretty dope. You can't criticize. I want to bring out both sides mm-hmm. of who you are because I can see both sides and I get to experience both sides. And I think sometimes when you talk, people may not hear it. You know okay. what I mean? And I think it's. And you don't always push it. You know? I appreciate that. You don't push it. I mean, because people. at you the just end, tell them, you know, because at the end of the part. day, I'm still human, right? So I'm still conditioned by all the societal BS of be great, and so it's like I have to pull it out of my own self. 
to be authentic. Right. It's not first That's nature. Say you that again. I like that. Like you don't. I don't just get to be like, hey, I'm depressed. How are you? You're like, <laughs> hey, I'm Tamika Austin. I'm the owner of this. I'm the author of this. I'm this, right. this, this. Like you don't. I have to be intentional about it. And I'm only intentional because I had experiences where people weren't intentional about it. And it's not always easy. And so I do appreciate when you like, you know, you call me into conversations to say, well, what would you say to this person at this point? Because mm-hmm. you're talking at Z and somebody else may be at B. Well, it takes, can't to me, that. it takes both because even me too, like, like I said, I went straight to cognitive behavioral therapy and I had like exercises and things like mm-hmm. that. It, it was very um, rigid in a way. And even that can be seen as religious in the, in the sense that you're doing something just because it's a, a concept or yeah. fundamental. Um, and then at some point, I think the main thing that I started focusing on, I forget where I read it or saw it. It could have been a tweet. It could have been anything, but it was like, you know, what do you want to do? And I just start thinking about that all the time. And it would be like every moment or any moment I could be like, you know, sad or down or whatever or frustrated. And it would just, well, what do you really want to do right now? And I think that's a good question to it, ask people. It was phenomenal. And then like in a lot of ways I want to get back to doing that because there can not that I'm depressed now, but it's like I've that really put me on a um just a different path to start mm-hmm. doing that. Cause at one point it was like, like I said, I wasn't out at the time and it was like, well, what do you want to do? And it was like, well, I want to I wanna be around more women. I want to date women. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then years later, she found me. Ho, ho, ho. No, I'm kidding. But it was, I mean, and I there's a there's a complete difference to the way I live my life now than the way I did then. And, yeah. it, like, I can literally feel it, and it's just from, but see, that's authenticity. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's like doing what's what you're passionate about, what's really And you know what I would do? I would start with, and this is also, and I'm totally plugging my journal right now. Um, self-published journal is called You Are Enough. It takes you through um, some different prompts for writing. But I would start with Who Are You? Mm-hmm. Just because that's hard. I was thinking that earlier. It is hard for when people. When I said, and I'm like, I want mm-hmm. you to keep going, but like when I was like, you know, what are you rooted in? And you said, I'm rooted in me. And I was thinking about that thing. Well, who the hell is me? Like, you know what I mean? And you keep going. It's like that, like, if you, like, find some social media thing, it's like, if you say yes to this, no to this, or da-da-da. Like, if you say these different There's words. There's a flow chart out there? There's flow charts for there. a lot of things. We can make one. Let's make one. Um, already one. <laughs> no, I'm saying for, like, different scenarios. Not this, because they don't oh, okay. ask you that question, because they don't give a shit on that's, the day-to-day. That's dope. We they don't give a <laughs> on the day-to-day. <laughs> but no, like, if you start with... Who are you? Yeah. And if you don't tie yourself to relationships, don't say you know by daughter. We know that. That's how you got here. They don't know don't that's say, the wrong answer. Though, but no, I'm, I, t- I tell people that. And I, I did this with my job recently. Okay. I had to lead a team builder and I said, who, do, I, I don't know. I said, what's important to you outside of your relationships? Yeah. Because a lot of times we'll go towards relationships, but I will start with who are you? And then your question too. I would go with that. Mm-hmm. What was your question? What do you want to do? Yes. Yeah. You go there to there. You got a whole lot of self work there, right? And right. if you because do, even like some people will say um, their name. I am Brian. I am Tamika. <laughs> we know. We know you, Tamika. Who are you? But I think it's hard to know. Like, what is the question really asking? And it is to me the answer is what is the essence of who you are? It's subjective, though. It's so That's subjective. True. And it's it's so subjective. The funny thing is, it's so subjective that most people will go towards relationships. 
Mm-hmm. Which don't even make it subjective. Because if everybody's going there, it's no longer I'm subjective. I'm nobody's mom. Right? Like, you know, like, don't say I'm nobody mom, I'm nobody kid, I'm nobody friend, I'm nobody mentor. None of that. Who What's are the right you? answer, Mika? The right answer is the shit that you say after you think about it. No, give so me for an example me, of who you are. So for me, right I'm, I'm a black woman. I am queer. I am intellectual. I am kind. I'm giving. I am intentional. I am a philanthropist. I like those Can types I say of things. I am exploration. That's so deep that you would never get to the end of it. But I that's the point. That's all no, no, that's no everything no, no, that no, I said. No, no, there no, no, is no. no end. It's but here's the thing. Saying I'm explorational is so in a sense superficial that it won't give you the meat of who you are in day. Cause if I say who are you and you say explorational and I say what do you want to do? What you gonna say? I'm, I want to explore. Yes, that's what I'm gonna say. What you gonna explore? And that is me. What you gonna explore? Do you even know who you with? That is me. But here's the thing, babe. What are you going to it's explore? Everything. How? All of me to the ends of the earth. <laughs> All right, now leave me alone. I shouldn't even. See, ask see, you. see. Like, no, see, I'm gonna say leave me alone because you're not gonna be satisfied with my answer. No, 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 no. But no. I'm okay with it. It's it's about self discovery. You are okay. There with is it? no end. It's infinite. You are okay with it. Will your okay make you happy? I think so. You that's kind of asking, you know, like, well, if there is no end to exploring yourself, will you be happy? Mm-mm. It's about the journey. Girl, that's so easy. It's easy to say to I'm Mika, how you gonna give me a grade? You don't get to grade my paper. My so here's the thing. This I is a very this is a but here's the thing, babe. This is a very clear depiction of what happens. It's what happens when you find a life coach. Maybe, depending on your life coach. It's what happens when you may go to therapy. It's what happens when you may talk to your elder or what have you. They start to say, well, how are you going to do that? They do the same thing I just did. Which is wrong, right? Yes. So you said wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> say you sorry. I, I am not sorry because uh, I just proved the point. But <laughs> no, like it's the same thing that people will generally right. do. It's like, but that's that's broad. How you gonna find that? But, but I do feel safe in that definition of myself. If you feel safe in it, baby, it's beautiful. Okay, thank you. It's not about that. It's about what the times in which we go to people and they give us so much, so much information, so much, so many, so many things to think about that we don't really get to explore who we are. And so, like, I'm about to go on a, a freaking spiel, rant, whatever you want to call it, but. I think it's very important when you are choosing people to be your life coach, when you're choosing people to be your mentor, when you're choosing people to be a sponsor, if you're in higher ed, you know what that is, or if you're not, you may still know what it is. When you're choosing people to be in your life and um, supporters of you, it's very important that you learn to take what you need and leave what you don't. Mm-hmm. If I, if in this podcast, 20 minutes, you're like, what the hell are they talking about? leave it if in two minutes we summarize what you needed for that day in that time in that space that you're in take it but we're not taught to do that we're taught if you if you listen to a ted talk that's the way you're supposed to go out in life you're supposed to go out and do everything they did no i remember um and i told you this like last year when i presented to some folks and i told them i can't tell you what to do i made space and time for them to explore on their own and most of them could not and when i got my reviews back it was like she spent all this time talking about herself she ain't do this she ain't do that i told you what i did in the beginning 
And then I told you how you could implement something. I think, and you're great. So I don't know who I am. am. All I'm saying is, I think sometimes people in that situation, they might need to be baby, even in what we're talking about. It's not Let's about being. Hold on now. <laughs> because people can't always conceptualize, and I really want to focus on that word conceptualize what you're saying. Like their, their mind is not open to the idea of what you're saying and it's so big it's such a big picture and broad that they cannot conceptualize it so we made it what what do you do you got you got to bring it down to earth you got to you got to teach them principles cuz to me most things are built on principles and that's that's the fundamental part and that's that's the bottom line of it the bo- so here's the thing it's not about i don't think it's necessarily teaching principles cuz then you go back into education or you go back into somebody teaching right, you right, how right. to do everything can it be? Who are you? What do you want to do? What's the principle of that? What's the Figuring principle? Figuring shit out on your own. No, 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 no. I'm just saying there is a, a, a definition, a concrete definition about what you're saying. You're talking about authenticity. You're talking about identity. And people may not know. I'm, I love you. You're smart. But people may not. Why are you trying to pacify me? Why are you I'm not trying to because lesson? I don't want I'm you to think that I'm trying to. I'm saying that sometimes concepts and ideas. I know you and I live with you. You are all about like big ideas, big concepts and bringing them into the physical. And you do it nonstop. The rest of the world does not live like that. A lot of people do not live like that. So when you I think a lot of people, not the rest of the world, but go ahead. A lot of people don't. Of course, there's some people that do it, right? Because we do this just for fun. And Mm -hmm. it sounds crazy sometimes. Anyway, (laughs) uh, if you're talking to a group of people, they may not not be there. And I understand If they're the people that are on social media, you know, just wanting to live a life that they seen on a billboard, that's, that's a far, you know, gap. Between something that you're talking about and sometimes people need time to bring in what you're saying. And I'm not saying that's your job. I'm not saying that you should do it differently. I'm just saying. Why are you rolling your next Mind your business. I'm just saying <laughs> that sometimes that's the problem. And I, because you're, you're, because you are a great teacher and you do do it all the time, it would be helpful if you knew where people are starting. And Here's sometimes I, I'm just, when I said the process, I'm, I'm saying that. If you ever take in any type of idea, and this is with school, this is a fundamental thing with learning anything. You don't have it until you can live it out. You can't just read a book and say you know everything in the book. Mm -hmm. You have to practice it. And then what we're talking about, you have to process it. You have to to live out the process. And if you don't ever go through the process, you ain't gonna never get the end of it. Oh no, I agree. And that's what I was going to say is trust the process. <laughs> so many people are out here skipping the process that they are feeding such false information. Yeah. And I think that is where we started with this like episode yeah. is like you have to understand that like people will give your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your god sister, your stepsister, whomever not just women, but whomever may give you information and they may be skipping the process and you don't deserve that. And so you have to be able to take a step back from whatever the heck they said and say, this is what it means for me. Take what you need, leave what you Can don't. I say how my mom would say it? My mm-hmm. mom and my grandma, they say, eat the meat and spit out the bones. That's what they say. And bones may look different from 
A whole lot of people. You, so. I seen an old person eat some chicken bones. My, I mean, my cousin used to eat chicken bones. I'm just saying, like, some people just <laughs> devour the whole chicken. That's not what we talking about, though. You gotta no. I'm saying let some of it go. I mean, it, like legit, let some of it go. You don't have to listen. She cracking herself up. You don't. You don't have to listen to what everybody is saying. But at the end of the day, it's like, what are you centered in? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. What do you want? Come on, man. Those are like three. That. Listen, Seth. Who you are you? What do you want? Hey. She breathes. I think anyway. it's time for chicken. Come on. No, no, no. For real, though, I think that we need to be able to establish that individually and then take it back as a collective. Because if you, we love, I love, everything is about your intersections. So as a black queer woman who is a Christian, who is, you know, educated by society standards, there's a lot that when I enter a room or I enter a space, I take with me. And if I am not centered on who I am and I'm just trying to show up as a black woman for black women and or if I'm just trying to show up as a part of somebody's village for their, you know, any, any type of thing, I get invited to a whole lot of things as a village participant. That may take a lot on the person I'm talking to, presenting to in that moment. And it is just a lot. And so from what I would like, and this is also what I want you to think about, is like from this episode, and this may be a part two. If y'all want it to be a part two, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know. Um, but I want folks to know that who you are, who you describe yourself as matters. Mm-hmm. What you want to do. So if we go into the whole, you know, theme we've been doing is. Who are you? Answer yourself that question. If it gets hard, it's okay to seek support. If you sought support via Google, try audio. If you try to, you just did audio on a podcast, try a TED Talk. Or if, you know, in person, whatever you need, try that. Who are you? The next question is to ask, what do you want? And then the third one, I really forgot. But I think that it was very important. <laughs> you too. said it a little while ago. I did so say it a little while ago. Here. So I'm going to try to like get it back in here. But I think those things are important just for your foundation of like, where do you start in this journey? Yeah. And at the end of the journey, my hope is really that you think of yourself, like you think of your life as happiness, not as the capitalistic ish that we indulge in every other day, but really your happiness and what makes, and what fuels you to go into your nine to five, what fuels you to go into your nine to five and then your like entrepreneurship journey or just what fuels you to go into your entrepreneurship journey, whatever route you're taking, I really hope that you answer those questions two and a half, because I don't remember the third one, but the two and a half. But yeah, what do you think? Um, I love that. I'm not gonna rehash that because that's that's definitely something to think about. Like, I like how we we finally ran into like we defined the the podcast as we were going, and that yeah. felt really good. Um, I want to go back and a loop because I think we're coming up on the end um, of this episode. But I wanted to go back and just talk a little bit more about depression because I know we both like experienced it. Yeah. Um, and we still experience it. It's not it does not go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. I don't want to start there, but I, I do have things like 
I kind of know when I'm hitting that wall mm-hmm. and I know when it's coming. Know when you're hitting the wall. You know, and I just try to, it's like, okay, let me go get all my supports, any supports that I know I have. I'm going to bring them all out all at once mm-hmm. to try to catch myself, um, to swing it in another direction. And it's not that it's bad. It's usually a signal that something for me, that something needs to change. Like just talking about earlier, I needed to change a lot of things. And I think that's why it was so heavy at the time. And the reward was great. It was a lot of work. A lot of work. Um, so, yeah. What do you... And this is... I know we're getting towards the end. Um, and I didn't say the disclaimer earlier. Please um, ignore our pipes that are going. We we live in a pretty older apartment building. So, it is what it is. But anyway. Um, what are some things that have worked for you with your depression? Um, what Like, just spiel them off like what has worked what has not even worked because worked is subjective but helped i think that like i'll start off with some of the things like mentioned that you mentioned um from my own perspective knowing me mm-hmm. i've always been some kind of into spirituality so it was it was I don't know, it was normal that I kind of like used some of it. I will say there was a time when Christianity did not help at all. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like I came full circle because like now it's like I'm still looking for that community and you know, yeah. a community of believers. So it wasn't like it was off, but because it didn't really seem to be mixing with my sexuality, it was like that's where I hit a wall with um, with using that. So I would say mm-hmm. up until the that point, I had always used spirituality to help myself with um dealing with emotional challenges. So at that point it just it was like I wasn't going to use that because I couldn't figure out the um the balance between my my sexuality and spirituality, which that was a whole other part of the journey. But um journaling of course. Mm-hmm. I love journaling and I like journaling about concepts and foundations. I don't I don't. Yeah. I have never said journals. I can never read them. Like uh, they, <laughs> I think it looks intense. like a code, but they are. Code it's like encoded. I but I don't sit there in a journal like today. Sally, you know, ate my sandwich and I'm mad. I don't write that because that's crazy to me. I might think now. I will sit there and think. Oh, okay. Well, why I'm upset. This is why I'm upset. And you know, let's say it's like you know, some chick said something that like hurt me to my core. Mm-hmm. I might know what that is, and then I might say, well, what, where did that come from? And but when the moment I get to the concept or the theme of the issue, it's like, oh, it's criticism. Then I might journal about criticism, and then I'll read about criticism. I'll listen to things about criticism, and then I'll begin to... When it gets to analyzation, there might be too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take a break. But um, it's like... One of the things that I've done is been able to learn a lot about different concepts and, and theories or truths, if you will, or philosophies is because when I want to get to the concept. I want to get to the foundation of something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just know that so-and-so hurt my feelings. I have to know that when she said that, and then this other person said that, and then this person said that, what that did to me, and you would always say, how does that connect to your childhood? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, but to me, that's what I mean about concepts. It's not about the individual person. It's about how are you able to deal with that theme in your mm-hmm. life and where are you growing up in that theme? Because 
that's going to lead to boundaries. And then that's some other shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I think that's always, I still do that. And I like, that helps because by now, you know, when, if somebody, if I walk up to somebody else and they start talking to me about that subject, I already know how I feel about that. Cause I've, yeah. I've gone through that process. I think we do need, <laughs> and we will do a segment on mental health because I mm. think that what you said was very important and it's not that we're brushing over it. Yeah. I wanna, that's why I wanted to come back to it. Yeah. And I, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, some things that's worked for me with my mental health. Um, I learned how I process, I process out loud. And so I talked very openly. I talked, not talk. I talk currently. <laughs> I talk very openly with like my friends and my mentors about my mental health. When they ask me how I'm doing, I don't just say, I'm good, I'm fine, thanks for asking. Yeah. I go a bit deeper because I know that that's important for me. And everybody does not give me exactly what I need, and I've recognized that from the get-go. Um, however, I am a person who does that. I also write in my journal. I am the person who says, Sally ate my salad. And I'm like, why <laughs> you eat my do? salad? Why you do that to I me? I didn't know that. Um, I mean, it hasn't happened in a while, but I'm that person. That's where I started with journaling. Um, I also am a person who likes to watch YouTube videos about other people's experiences because it makes me feel less alone. Um, and I know that I need to feel less alone. Mm -hmm. And so if I, if there's a Facebook group, um, a Twitter thread that I could read, something like that, I, I do, um, like search things on Twitter or I will literally search things on YouTube and try to watch people's experiences because for me, that's, I learn through other people and I know that about myself. So I think it's important to know how you learn right. and it may help you with seeking different types of information, different mediums of information. Um, another thing is that I'm becoming more open with, um, even though I wrote a book about it in 2018, um, it's talking to my mom about my mental health um, because my mom has shared with me some things that have been very helpful. Um, and I don't want to go into like some crazy details because I think this <laughs> episode means that we need to do another one yeah um on mental health in particular like how we discovered it and things like that so we will do that uh pretty soon and it will likely be the next one so that folks don't feel like you just gave me information now what yeah. um so we will likely do another one i wanted to add like when you were talking about um talking to other people like you're also you have what's necessary to do that like something not everybody can yes. do that because I agree. You have really good boundaries and a good understanding of like yourself. I guess I want to say like where you start and another person begins mm -hmm. because some people when they like talk to multiple people, they begin to take on all of the, yes. the energy or ideas and identities of everybody else Absolutely. and then they merge with them. And that so it's like what you were doing wasn't harming you. And I think that's a big part of like going through that journey is because sometimes you can run into the wrong people and then it's harmful. But and it's like, to add to that, if people tell you information that you don't agree with, how do you decipher that? That has been, that's a huge thing. So basically this tells us we got more to talk about. <laughs> um, and I think it's been good. Like I appreciate being able to like talk about social media or talk about people's experiences um, because we're all trying to figure this out. We're not like, oh, because I post about a flight or a train ride, which we recently did and we'll talk about too. But <laughs> we recently did a train ride, but like not, not living up to this like you know i gotta be this type of person or travel this type of way or have this type of job and to be able to things. share information information i think it, we can all learn from each other and i think that's the beauty um and some of the things that may be missing 
However, we about to wrap it up because she ain't want to eat her chicken. So <laughs> let's go. Eat your chicken, sis. Deuces. We love y'all, man. Word. We, we really, this. And we also appreciate feedback. So if you listen to this and you hear something, hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page now, um, which has more likes than our Instagram. So like, let's That's let's dope. get us there. Let's, let's you know, let's get us matching and things like that. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at I Hear You Podcast. Um, our email being Tamika T A M I K A at gmail.com we use it because we did not want to create a new one so <laughs> bear with us we both have access to it. we both check it so if you have a question <laughs> so if you have a question for Shanae you can do that like things like that it's fine um but please contact us reach out to us what was helpful what wasn't um we definitely are open to your feedback because we do want to keep this going Shanae wants to be in it six months from now so let's help her get there <laughs> sis uh but yeah it's been real it's been definitely real Word. Peace out, y'all.